If I go crazy, then will you still call me Podcast Man? If I'm alive, then well, will you be there holding my podcast? I'll keep you by my side with my superhuman podcast crocodiles. Welcome to the Rotten Potatoes Podcast, brought to you by Denver, Colorado's Cook Street Productions. My name is Travis, and I'll be your host tonight. Uh, why don't we go around the table, say your name, and tell us, uh, answer this hypothetical question for me. Um, tomorrow, you get, uh, you get kicked out of the country for good. There's a word for that. Deported. Excommunicated. Excommunicated is the church. And deported, you have, it means you have a different country than right. you're supposed to be in. So you okay. get kicked out of the country for good. You can never come back. You, have, you get to pick your new country of residence mm-hmm. for the rest of your life. And you you get to leave to like go on vacations, but that's it. That's where you live for the rest of your life. Where would it be, Justin? Shit, I'm Justin. Are you? What's the? What's? What am I? What? I don't want to take too much time. But what do you? How do you pay for stuff? Um, Is it the money I have right now? No, no, no. I mean, you get a job there. Yeah. That's part Ooh, of it. Oh man. Because like Europe, you want to be centrally located, but who can afford it? I'm gonna go t- Costa Rica. Yeah, there you go. Because mm. who doesn't like that? Place is what I keep hearing. <laughs> My name is Nate. And yeah, Europe, I think you can get a European wage, though. Yeah. Right. And live off that. People do that a lot. Language is an issue. <laughs> you have to have skills. All over Europe. Nah. You don't think language it is, is an no issue. difficult. <laughs> you just have an accent. That's a different thing. Yeah, I could fit in in France because I can do a French accent. There you go. <laughs> I guess, Makes sense I guess they, might, I, they might want to speak French They probably French want to speak to French to you, yeah. How many tourists go to France a year? Lots. They speak English. That's true. Choose England. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't want to live in England. Nicaragua. <laughs> Nearby, Brad. Really? Probably. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> gotta be down there somewhere. They got maps. We'll figure it out. I love it. My name is Evan, and Hawaii. Canada. So close. Why would you? Why would you pick these places? Go ahead. Um, I'm going foothills of Italy. I don't know if they have foothills, <laughs> but I feel like that's where I'd fit in the best. Okay. The I don't know what foothills are. You do the <laughs> it's, it's not a country. It's just small hills. I didn't ask. It's not yeah. quite big enough to be mountains. The foothills here are like the hills right before the big mountains. Because you can walk up them with your feet. No. They're one foot tall. I didn't <laughs> ask what elevation you'd be at within this country, but... Mm, I, like the I think that was just his favorite Woody Allen movie. <laughs> <laughs> Careful. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but no, we. Oh. But, yeah, but we're not supporting him. We don't support. That's fucked up. Molestation. <laughs> How quickly you turn. All right. My name. Good to know. My name is Travis. Um, this is a cop out, but I really, honestly think I would do Australia. And you get so much money in Australia. They pay you so much money. Really? Huh. Yeah. And it goes. Stretch it. it. Like I have, fr- I have a friend there who's a dentist and a friend who's a nurse, and they take like two month vacations every year, and they just go around the world. Streaking full stars. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Well, as always, we'll be betting on the rotten tomato. Record scratch. Wait a moment. No. Uh, we're gonna be mixing it up. We have a very special episode for you tonight. Tonight is our annual. Can we say annual? Except for this is the first time we've done it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Our first annual. It's a year. Right. Right. So should, that means we have to do it next year, though. No, it doesn't. Let's not commit. Oh, no, we won't be friends. Next okay, year. good. Yeah. Um, we'll do it separately. <laughs> we'll do four separate <laughs> ones next. So the potato goes to it. It's rotten 
Potatoes annual award show. So we're going to be going through and talking about the best, or at least the most interesting movies of 2013. So uh, just a little background in case you aren't friends with us on Facebook. We, uh, we sent out a ballot to a bunch of fans. We got some votes back. And that went into the score um, for each of the categories, including our own vote, although the fan vote counted more than our votes. So after all that exhausting um, work, we came up with a list of winners and losers. Um, and why, we have a lot to do, so why don't we just jump into it? I start. All right, so we're going to start with most egregious Rotten Tomato score, which you might notice is a category that we did not give out to fans. Uh, Cook Street added a few categories that just we would nominate and vote on just because they were kind of way too specific uh, just to kind of throw in. So most egregious Rotten Tomato score is the first category. And this can mean it's either too high or too low. The nominees are The World's End with a score of 89. World War Z with a score of 67. Hmm. Identity Thief with a score of 19. That's low. Oblivion, the score of 53. And The Internship with a score of 34. So just looking at that list, I guess three of them were basically saying are too low, I think. World War Z, Identity Thief, and The Internship. Yeah, I love the Oblivion. Is too high. It's yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a personal. I think Oblivion should be zero. It's the worst, most boring collection of unoriginal ideas I've ever seen. But yeah, so Oblivion's a little high at 53, and maybe The World's End is a little high at 89. So, using those nominees, where I'm going to do a drum roll here. I'm going to yeah. do a little drum roll. I think someone else should do the drum roll for No, 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 no. I think whoever's to the that right does the drum, drum roll. roll. <laughs> yeah. he, he to the right does the drum roll. Okay. okay. All right. So, the potato goes to... <gasps> the World's End with oh, a score of 89. Shit. I couldn't be happier about that. Well, that's because you and I had two first place votes. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much put it over the top. Really put it over the top. That would do it. Fuck that movie. It should be a, what, 60? I mean, if, if it was 67, I would have still thought to myself, oh, I hate it. But mm. 67, like, you can't really complain about So that. did you guys go in knowing the score of it? Yeah. 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 See, yeah. I didn't. I kind of wanted to see this right. because of the people involved. It's still You're supposed to watch these. Yeah. Do yeah. you like Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the I Dead? I like Shaun of the Dead. I like Shaun of Hot the Dead, Fuzz, too. Hot Fuzz, lukewarm on. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Shaun of the Dead, I think, is really good. This is definitely third in those. Shaun of the okay. Dead should be 89. Um, Hot Fuzz should be like 74. Mm. And then this should be in the 60s. Okay. It's still really entertaining. It's just... Is it I, funny I, at all? No, that's no. the problem. No, not a bit. As I think there's a <laughs> lot of credit giving, given to yeah. comedians from the UK for being smart when it's not actually that smart. And it's just a fun movie that eventually involves some sort of apocalypse of robot zombies. Right. Yeah. Which is another thing I'm really tired of with their movies, is they just get to do a sci-fi, fun, action comedy, and because it's so enjoyable and fast-paced, people say, yeah, go see it, it's entertaining. Yeah. yeah. But the, it's billed as a comedy. The unlikely hero yeah. thing is getting a little old with those guys. Yeah. It's just, 
It's still pretty good. <laughs> I would. <laughs> it's, way, it's way too yeah, bad. But the, 89 is crazy. The, stru- the structure of it is Simon Pegg plays this alcoholic that uh, is getting the whole gang back together to do this pub crawl of 12 pubs in one night. You have to have a pint at each pub. The last bar is called The World's End. Mm. And when they did it when they were 17, they didn't finish it because of, they all got too drunk or got distracted. So the whole structure is just going from pub to pub to finish a pub crawl. Really good structure for a movie. Is I mean, there a lot of fast forwarding of them downing beers? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone saw Requiem for yeah. a Dream a long time yeah. ago. And then, just, and then also, <laughs> also snatch it. Let's go, boys. <laughs> That's the movie. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like it could have been great. Yeah, 89's high. I mean, this yeah. is the end was what, like 82 or something? And like, yeah. In terms of another yeah. summer apocalyptic comedy. Right. I'd imagine I like, yeah. Moving on. All right, let's move on to the next category, which is best trailer. And this was a fan vote, I believe. Yes, this was opened up to the fans. We got your input, and it was valuable. Um, the nominees for Best Trailer are About Time, Gravity, The Great Gatsby, Her, and Wolf of Wall Street. Can we do a quick reminder of, like, obviously for Best Trailer, a huge part of it is the song they chose. That's, yeah. Right? Yes. Um, re- just, like, refresh our memories on these. I know some of them were pretty... Wolf awesome. of Wall Street was... Kanye, uh, what is it? it's not New Slate, Black Skinhead. Yeah, Black Skinhead. Mm-hmm. Um, Great Gatsby was Kanye, Kanye and Jay Z, yeah. No Church in the Wild. Right. Yeah. But. Which was nailed. The big trailer then switches the song to a filter song. Like the U and yeah. the Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 they do Happy Together. Yeah. They cover Happy Together right. at the end of it. It gets all. Yeah. Gravity is just an amazing, yeah. amazing yeah. graphic. Or a yeah. visual thing. Gravity was interesting because a lot of people didn't want to see it because of the trailer. Specifically because of the trailer, they thought it looked boring. It was just like one. Did, I, you, I didn't yeah. like the trailer when I first saw yeah. it, so yeah. I did not vote for Gravity. Right. Yeah, they kept some of the action. <laughs> yeah, they, they which I which I like. Was, yeah. Now the movie came out, but sure. About time was about time was just exciting because it was the guy who did Love Actually. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I showed it to you guys and said, "Hey guys, look, yeah. the, the guy who did time Love travel actually. and Love Actually." Right. Yes. Yeah. And then her. Her was just. And then her was right. awesome. Yeah, I think... Which had its own music, so... We had a, uh, a request for a write-in from uh, a listener, Dylan, who said a Secret Life of Walter Mitty, which mm. I think is pretty oh, valid. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Because yeah. The Monsters and Men yeah. was a nice yeah. song. And I gave it an 80-something percent guess, so obviously yeah, I was sucked in by true. the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's all I had to go on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. Were all, we were all high, yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah, these are all movies we... Mm. I don't know, we didn't predict Wolf of Wall Street, but we, we certainly would have gone high based on all these trailers. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. All right, why don't you give us a drum roll? Well, he has to lead in. And the winner of best trailer is... The Great Gatsby. Yeah, it had to. Of course it is. Which, it was very close. Really? Her was right behind it. Her was great. I watched her more than any trailer. I gave that no votes. That's crazy. Yeah. It's a better movie than it is a trailer. Yeah, that's fair. The trailer was great. But that's because it's a good movie. So I guess the the (laughs) fans... That's that's not true. I watched the trailer 30 times. But that's because you're excited for everyone involved, too. I'm just saying that, like, Great Gatsby, I think, is perfect for this because it's something that peaked at trailer. (laughs) Yeah, it did. It's visually Um, stunning, and they didn't use Tobey Maguire very much. But if The Great Gatsby was a good movie, would you still have given the trailer... A lot of it's song choice, I guess, which is, yeah. that's what, I voted for Wolf of Wall Street because I, I told you, I think Kanye, Kanye is a wolf. Like, he is like this unlikable, but damn, he's got it figured out kind of guy. It was perfect for that movie, yeah. which I haven't seen. Yeah, it's but, great. 
but uh, I was excited for it. So I guess the fans went pretty heavy to her and Great Gatsby. Um, yeah, uh, her actually won the fan vote. Oh well, we have such hip fans. Yeah, yeah, they're the best. That was surprising. Okay, let's move on to the most disappointing mm. film of 2013. Speaking of Gatsby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, making a repeat. We were talking about that. Um, I'll run through the list real quick. The nominees for most disappointing are The Great Gatsby, The To Do List, Anchorman 2, Man of Steel, and The Lone Ranger. Hmm. Which. How do you feel I, about that? No, that was a late ad. The Lone Ranger? Yeah. I think it had to be on there. I never saw it. Did any of us see it? No one no, saw but it. Was, the world. Oh, it was All I spoken heard was Johnny Depp's terrible, yeah. racist depiction of a yeah. Native yeah. American. Yeah. That's all I heard about. And I can't watch a movie with Army Hammer. I don't know. Yeah, that's again. fair. I think that after Social Network, that's the last one I'll see with him in it. Yeah. yeah. Like, his name. Yeah. His name's yeah. terrible. Yeah. Well, I don't get it. Is it real? I don't either. Yeah. It's got to be it. I think it's real. It's like Armand Ram? Hammer. Oh, it's like a nickname. But then if your last name is... He's an Armand, no. Well, but if your last name is Hammer, keep the Armand and don't show it to Army. Yeah, Army Hammer. Yeah, Yeah, it's weird. But for somebody to be disappointing, it means that there was a chance it could be good. Yeah. Yeah, Which is like, R.I.P.D. was a huge flop too, but that never had a shot. Lone Ranger, I think, just based on his Pirates of the Caribbean pedigree. Yeah. Yeah. Trailer was okay. Trailer was kind of fun. I was a little excited. I think you're overstating the pedigree, though. Yeah. Well, no, but how many of those movies do you like? You're saying, but they're entertaining. Money. They're entertaining. It didn't really make money. What you're saying too. Well, and just yeah, I don't like the Pirates of the Caribbean movies that much, but I enjoyed the first one a lot. Yeah, the first one was separate. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, Anchorman two, obviously. Yeah. But that's another. Excited for it, I mean. We were, but like, I'm the only one that's actually seen it, and I I wouldn't say I was that disappointed because I already. Right. I was disappointed that it was being made. You already had your tempered <laughs> expectations going yeah. in. So the fact that it's nominated is just as much of an insult. <laughs> yeah. But it still felt short. It's up for right. most disappointing and best comedy. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is interesting. That's yeah. true. Um, the to do list, I think we didn't really know what to expect. We thought it could yeah. be good. And then Gatsby, obviously, we. As we just spoke about, yeah. awesome trailer. It seemed to quite do it. A terrible three hours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it is to a, just sit there. You it's know who didn't just... disappoint in his failure is Toby Maguire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. He was just as much Toby as he always was. <laughs> All right. Well, um, the potato, the rotten potato for most disappointing film of 2013 goes to. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Um, Future the Great drums. Gatsby. In a, in a yeah. Was it a lot? The Great Gatsby. There was, um, there were hardly any, almost every single first place vote went to Great Gatsby. Yeah. yeah. I didn't. No, you didn't. You were it. <laughs> and then like a couple fan votes. What did you yeah. do? Did you to-do list? I did to-do list. Yeah. I yeah. fucking hated to-do right. list. I hated it. I didn't hate Gatsby. I didn't like it. Yeah. Gatsby was bad. But I had higher expectations to- for Gatsby. Yeah. I Based guess on so, trailer. Yeah. It's, sure. it's fair. <laughs> Based on trailer, I thought, yeah. No, it's, it's a totally legitimate vote, yeah. but I, I really, really was disappointed with the to-do list, because I saw it on Netflix and still thought it might be good. Right. I'm, Imagine I'm if you saw it in the theater like you were supposed That's to. That's true. Yeah. Alone. Oh, yeah. yeah. Skirted that. Well, Great the, Gatsby, maybe, but maybe I'm thinking now, like maybe the error was on us a little bit. Like yeah. The viewer, like who said that that book would make a good movie? Right. And we knew I, Toby was in it. 
Yes, we did. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So he's, he's accountable for a lot of how bad it was? He's really accountable. Yeah. Really? He's but, a lot I mean, of it's it, not it's, just that. Yeah, yeah no, I know, but, that. but like imagine feeling crappy all the time because you hear Toby, he has more lines than anyone. Right. Yeah, he's oh, doing voiceover yeah. the entire time. He's reading because like, passages from the book and stuff. Yeah. It's, oh, uh, we partied way too much back yeah, then. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Everyone you want, was like, Yeah, like, like everyone, we drank too much. I mean, you, yeah. want that, you want that character to be a square, but there was definitely a better casting yeah. choice. Who should have played Tobey Maguire's character? Ryan Gosling. <laughs> No, it's got to be a square. Cool. It's, yeah, it's got to be a square. He's an actor. that much of a square. No, no what about like, that cool either? Hear me out. Shia LaBeouf. Not anymore. You know who could have... Jesse Eisenberg could have. I was thinking okay, that. Yeah, there you Eisenberg. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. He's a dweeb, but not as much. Right. He's a smart dweeb. All right, well, so the, so the, the flip side of that coin, um, most pleasantly surprising. Great Gatsby. Yeah. Most annoying character. <laughs> uh, all right, so the nominee, the nominees for this: Drinking Buddies, Side Effects, Warm Bodies, World War Z, and The Internship. Again, this was another fan vote. Oh, I'm excited for this one. Two zombies. We yeah. got two zombies. Yeah, I can see why that would be. You'd have yeah. low expectations right. for like We're another so zombie out. movie, yeah. and then. They end up being pretty yeah, good. good, yeah. Drinking Buddies is interesting because it's not like there was, you would think either which way it was, it just maybe was a different kind of movie right. than you would have thought, I think. I'm very curious about the winner of this. Yeah, I, I, have I don't have any leads. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I like it. Um, all right, well, the potato goes to. Drinking Buddies. You don't, you don't agree, Nate. I disagree. Really? You and I, I you and I were the only two that didn't vote for Drinking Buddies at all. Okay. And I, lo- I, I love yeah. Drinking Buddies. Yeah, I guess between having relatively high expectations for it. You did? Yeah. You didn't see why about I, it already? Not or really. Just I just didn't see why it would be bad. Yeah. Why it wouldn't be like a little indie darling kind of thing, which it wasn't up for. Why <laughs> 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 wasn't it up for indie darling? Not indie. We had another spot Got for it. it. Yeah. Um, no, but... um. I don't know. I, I liked it. I didn't like it as much as you guys, but I did mm. like it. Um, but I guess the surprising. It didn't really surprise me. Yeah. Didn't you think the style of it was surprising a little bit? The no. fact that it was mildly depressing? And, well, not, it's kind and of, not written, right? It's kind, well, that, yeah, but I didn't factor that in. Yeah. Surprising. Yeah. It's kind of just what I expected, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it, I did enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people were voting in terms... I think this is one that people didn't see a lot of the movies. Yeah, that's right. Because side effects, and warm bodies... Honestly, um, looking at the other ones, I don't know which ones I'd... The, pick over it. Yeah, Drinking Buddies yeah. won the fan vote in a landslide, okay. like by double. Yeah. Okay. Did um, I vote internship number one? Of course he did. Yeah. <laughs> that's the right answer. <laughs> that was the right answer. If it's good, it is a surprise. <laughs> Absolutely right. I thought it was going to be awful. Yeah. The first 20 minutes are awful. Oh, really? okay. Got to yeah. wait till you get into it. Oh, yeah. That's what you got to do. <laughs> got to get right? the backstory. Real bad. Yeah, real bad. Yeah. Will Ferrell um, in the mattress store. I had side effects yeah. number two. I, was, I thought side effects was interesting because it was pretty good, and I'd heard nothing about it. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what that movie Same is. Same here. Yeah. Ruby Mara. Channing it's Tatum. a Steven Soderbergh uh, prescription drug sort of movie that came out in February. And what was odd about it, I think, was, well, there's a big twist. Well, yep. Pleasantly surprising. Pleasantly surprising, though, that it wasn't (laughs) about, like, here's what's bad about 
prescription drug industry, like pharmaceutical oh, companies. No. Yeah, just what I thought it was going to be. It was like some expose sure. of like Pfizer. And it's like, yeah, yeah. no shit, that's stuff. They're not great. All right. Our next category is worst romantic chemistry, which is just a Cook Street vote. Mm. The nominees are Tina Fey and Paul Rudd in Admission. Terrible. Mark <laughs> Ruffalo and Melanie Laurent in Now You See Me. Jason Sudeikis and Jennifer Aniston in We're the Millers. Jennifer Lawrence and Liam Hemsworth in Hunger Games, Catching Fire. And Adam Sandler and Selma Hayek in Grown Ups 2. I think that one's stupid. That one's... <laughs> First of all, that was already done in Grown Ups yeah. 1. It's just... So no, you're, you're but she's still with him. Now. Uh, she's still with him. He's just older right. and fatter and less funny. It's, it's fair. pretty crazy. It's, so, it's like a... Um, Modern family type couple, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and especially because he's not Adam Sandler in that movie. He's just some, like, lawyer. He's like a rich guy. Yeah. He's like an yeah. agent or a producer or an agent. Yeah, one of the two. So you have a problem with Hemsworth, don't you? Being on there. I'm not a fan of D being on there, yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. I, agree. I don't, okay, so it's hard with them because a lot of the movies she's, like, supposed to be not that in, like. Right, right. It's so some public she's like, exception. I'm into myself right now. No, but it's also for, pu- for the know, public. She has to be into PETA. Yeah. Right, exactly. We just never saw it, really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But they're so goddamn hot. They're yeah, so Well, that's attractive. the thing. There's, that's yeah. what I think bo- is bothersome about it. Is yeah. He's just it the be hot. Here's the hunky guy she grew up with. He should say something that no. is interesting at some point. It's fair. It's great. Yeah, I don't think they haven't developed him very much. But no, I, I think it's good on here. It's just I, I think this is a two-horse race. Yeah, it's gotta be. <laughs> oh, it is. A, <laughs> the which which ones? Actually, I believe I Rudd, Rudd between Rudd and Faye, and then the Mark Ruffalo yeah. and Melanie Laurent. Those two. This was the hardest vote. Yeah, I it was really I mean, hard. Did you guys? Did everybody see both of those movies? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And those were my top Those are the yeah. top They were everyone's they're, top they're the, they're the reason for the category. <laughs> they are, yeah. They were, uh, everyone voted for those two in some order as their top two. <laughs> and then it was just, <laughs> it came out to, because it's, it's really likable people. Yeah. Right. Yeah, in, all in four bad of them. movies. All four of them. Yeah. Exactly. In bad movies. And so. All right. Let's just get to it then. Uh, the winner of Worst Romantic Chemistry is. Drum rolls. <laughs> we just talked about Adam Sandler. Yeah. I forgot that it was supposed to be me until you all looked at me for several seconds. Right. <laughs> then you nailed it. <laughs> the winner is Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Had to be. That was awful. That was so yeah. bad. It was bad, but at least it wasn't the focus of the movie. Like no, you're right. Yeah, it's, it is interesting that we picked a movie where they weren't the main main characters. I think that's what bothered me the yeah. most about it. Yeah. Is it was like square peg in a circle in a hole. It was like, why? Well, no, what are you doing? Why? Yeah. Trying to insert was, that storyline because really they had so no other. Yeah. Yeah. It was so unnatural. It was so stupid. It was so unnatural. <laughs> well, I don't know. An FBI agent and an Interpol agent that have to work together. It just seems pretty fresh. Yeah. <laughs> I know what else bothered you about it. That I love her. Yes, but yeah. I love him. Okay, but did you like him? Did you like him in that movie? Because well, he was no. terrible in yeah, that movie. But I don't think it's his fault. I'm gonna believe that he didn't act well. <laughs> no, because what's he saying? I know. I think it's a terrible it, character. It was a terrible. And a terrible. Character. Yeah. And a, that movie got worse for me every hour after I watched it. Yeah. yeah. It was done. I was like, not so bad. I was like, no. Especially no, it was bad. Yeah. Especially as you talk about the twist. Yeah. Fucking. 
twist is so really? I'm so sick of con <sighs> movies needing to con me. Yeah. They end up yeah. on some fucking building in a I rave. Yeah. The first thirty or forty oh. minutes were probably pretty fun, right? Where you yeah. find yeah. out what each person's good at. Yeah. And when Dylan Rhodes meets Alma Dre. What? Those are the character names of these two guys. <laughs> really? It's <was> so awful. <laughs> Alma yeah. Dre? Alma Dre was uh, that wrong. Is terrible. I don't And to make the stakes of it, like, no, but all these characters are trying to get into this elite magician's guild. Right. Like, the eye. The eye. Yes, it's, it's called. called the eye. Who gives a shit? Those aren't high stakes. Yeah. <laughs> Nerds? Yeah. yeah. They didn't care about money because they just cared about the guild. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird because they it's a movie that's full of heists where the audience is with Mark Ruffalo, basically, where you're always behind to see what you don't know how they pulled off right, the heist right. either in some heist movies you are with the heist crew to see what they're planning a little bit right. like, at least a, yeah or at least there's a balance like a usual right. suspect yeah. is like you're with both of them the whole time but it yeah. still makes sense at the end when you find out yeah. that he, with this one it was just like oh fuck you yeah. <laughs> and yeah. like some, oh I'm so confused right now there's Whoever's some like the mastermind cleverness that goes into fooling us even though we're behind the scenes and like right like Usual suspects right. in Ocean's Eleven and stuff like that. Yeah, Had it was. Yeah, right. I just lost respect for magicians. Yeah, and like they do like <laughs> real magic. Like, how yeah. are they doing yeah. some of this shit? Like, I can't stand. Like, that's why I loved. Um, what was the one with the good magician? Prestige. Yeah, Prestige. like you yeah. end up like. Yeah. They show you kind of the cool stuff. Yeah. yeah. How the tricks are done. Yeah. Yeah. It, it felt very creative writing two hundred one. Like a business major is taking this class. Just to get credit as an elective, yeah. and then just throws a <laughs> twist at the end. It's like, right. Yeah, that's writing. Yeah, <laughs> I just twisted on its head. Yeah. Dylan Rhodes I is involved. Twist. <laughs> it's the evil kind of writing, sir. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. So the next category is best indie darling, which was open to the fans and Cook Street. Uh, I'll just run through the nominees real quick. The Spectacular Now, The Way Way Back. Kings of Summer, Mud, and Before Midnight. Um, to, before we get to the winner, I would have to say that this is our best category by far. Yeah, it's pretty like, stacked. Yeah. Really stacked. And yeah. like we we saw enough said today. That was really that was you know pretty yeah. good. Blue Jasmine yeah. was good. Francis Hogg could have been in this like strong year yeah. for these were all summer too. Yeah. They all came out or Mud, Mud might have been March, but still like pre award season. Just tons of indie movies that came out that were. I mean, it's, it sucks calling them indie movies, but right. yeah. I and guess this, this is probably a new trend more than just this being a good year, right? I mean, yeah, like last year yeah. it was Moonrise Kingdom and Beast of Southern Wild, and it seems right. like the summer is the best time to find these because you're always trying to find the new Juno or Little Miss Sunshine. Right. Like those are the two that kind of started the trend, I think. But um, yeah, these are all fantastic. So uh, the I'll just get to the winner and we can talk about. It. The potato goes to. Was that the sound of mud? Oh. Oh. It should have won. Yes. Yes. Disagree. But the <laughs> mud was the fan vote winner. Um, way way back came in second in the fan vote, and hmm. Kings of Summer third. In the actual uh, total vote, Kings of Summer was second. Yeah, we liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. It's really hard to choose. For me, Mud and Kings of Summer are just different. They're very different. <laughs> I, I voted yeah. for Kings of Summer ahead of it, but it's, it's very, they're just different. They yeah. both take place in the wilderness a bit. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think Mud's just too mud was, powerful. Mud was pretty awesome. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty great. If Mud was nominated for Best Picture, I would be stacked with excitement. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's an expression. Yeah. so it's not. No. Hmm. 
Did how did the way way back do? Because that that seemed like a pretty clear separation to me, and I liked the way way back, but it seemed pretty far below the rest of them. Way way back did very well with fans, not with us. Uh-huh. And I think that's, and I don't want to say this without any evidence, but I think that's because people saw the way way back more than the others. Like yeah. Steve Carell was in it. Yeah, that's a huge draw. When um, I first saw that, Sam Rockwell is fantastic. I saw that yeah. preview in the theaters, and it seemed like a Steve Carell movie. Yeah, yeah. like they yeah. were billing yeah. it that way. Honestly, to our, I mean, if, if this podcast is doing nothing else but to recommend to, because we got a lot of responses from people saying, like, wow, haven't seen a lot of these movies, or wow, I'm so lame, haven't seen movies. We're not saying you should have seen 40 movies this year, which right. is what some of us did. <laughs> um, but I, I would recommend all five of these very Absolutely. strongly. Absolutely. Kings of Summer, yeah. Mud, Way, Way Back, Before Midnight, and Spectacular Now. Maybe not before midnight. You need to be invested in the story. But right, that's a serialized. If, if we had a if we had a category in this award show for best scene, that would have won hands down. That might win best scene. scene of all time. Yeah, I it's like that movie is really, really, really great. The movie ends in a fifty-five minute argument in one room. <laughs> yeah, basically. Well, good. Um, this is a very different category. We're gonna move on to best shut-up movie for listeners of ours. Um, you know that we have. Uh, regular segment called Shut Up Movie, when we find, in whatever movie we have to see that week for the podcast, we find a movie trope that is especially exhausted and annoying and pointed out. So what we did this year is gather all of the ones that we've used in every single podcast we've done, figure out what the five best ones were, and then nominate those. So here are the nominations. (laughs) It's a lot to explain. From the movie Oz and Pain and Gain, <laughs> people can't swim. Mm. Uh, Jay, why don't you explain that? One? Well, I mean, I think the Pain and Gain one was just the fact that he was black and couldn't swim, which right. is a whole yeah. new, new look at it. But in Oz, it's just Franco or Oz lands in water as soon as he gets to mm-hmm. Oz and says he can't swim, and you just automatically assume that's going to be a plot point for later because. Why not? Why would that be mentioned in a movie? Because such a low percentage of people are bad swimmers. Yeah. But in movies, right. they're really like, bad. And also that joke is that the yeah, water was up to his ankles, It did right? end up being a joke of just, yeah. yeah no. you called people that. still yeah. want to use that so joke people, for some reason. Yeah. Also, people are often really good swimmers in movies, like swimming in oceans. Like, yeah. I don't know. Why, where's all the people like us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, I can swim, I mean, yeah. technically. Yeah. <laughs> I can survive. <laughs> All right, so the second one is from, this is one of our earliest podcasts from G.I. Joe Retaliation. Nate, why don't you explain this one? I think. Uh, yeah, it was kind of when they went into the, the evil lair. And this was, remember, this was kind of a, supposed to be sort of a serious action movie. Right. It wasn't like a um, Austin Powers type thing. <laughs> but they're like in the lair. <laughs> there's a fucking guy, a henchman. They do a pan through the layer to see all the terrible stuff going on. You know, they're getting weapons together. They're getting ready. And there's a henchman with a f- screwdriver working on a nuclear warhead. <laughs> he just put the finishing touches on. Batting down the hatches. He's really, he was really working ready on to launch, boss. Really working just need on to that. tighten this with a Phillips head, and we'll be ready to launch it. Unbelievable. Imagine how many takes they did of that, too. Oh, like, I, yeah. hope it was, I hope it was multiple takes. <laughs> All right, uh, third one is from Las Vegas, which, Nate, I believe you also saw. Yeah, by the way, my heart swelled with pride when two of mine... Yeah, I got zero, so good for you. Oh, cool. (laughs) Um, So, in Las Vegas, when they go to Vegas and, you know, all the old guys need to, like, get ready for the big party, obviously they need to go out and get some new suited and booted. Reds. Yeah, and they have the 
the scene from I guess Pretty Woman and right. Dumb and Dumber and all that where they have each guy comes out and one guy's giving a bad face like oh no it's a montage and right yeah thumbs up thumbs down some stupid that one's just really worn so 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 worn you know what uh, <laughs> speaking of Pretty Woman I just read the other day you know the part in Pretty Woman where he's ho- holding open the jewelry case mm-hmm. and she reaches in to take it and he snaps, snaps it. it shut and she yeah. laughs <laughs> the famous Julia, Julia Roberts yeah. that was improv really that was, mm-hmm. yeah all Richard Gere so she was kind of really laughing that was real she yeah. didn't expect oh, it that's pretty interesting um all right, and uh, the next one is from Anchorman 2. Jay, I believe that's you. Yeah, so this was a quiet or a dumb character um, is are, are, have, has those qualities throughout the movie and then is the person that says something really insightful at the very end, which I think the reason it made the nominees because it was also in Don John, right. mm-hmm. uh, which I didn't mention in the show that movie, but she doesn't talk the entire movie until she says something. That, oh, even like... Where they're mute characters too. That yeah, happens, right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So Go, and in the internship, it basically happens. Oh yeah, in the, the headphones guy. Yeah, the headphones. It gets a it gets yeah. a double take and then an action. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> so from now on, I think we can assume that if you see someone uncharacteristically mm. silent, yeah, the, the first gonna, act, you just wait till act three. Yeah. <laughs> and the last nominee is from the Heat, um, which is when the two cops. Get taken off the case. Which See, I've never seen that in a movie before. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just every fucking yeah. cop movie. Like I, I would feel really good about watching a movie that where the captain just gives his full support. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. God. Yeah. That one even they even do that in good stuff. Yeah, like yeah. the True Detective that recently happened. Yeah, yeah. it just happened. And I was yeah. disappointed because yeah. I remembered our shut up movie. I yeah. think I think I really like that joke in Italian Job when the actor is preparing for his role, his audition. And he's, and he's auditioning as the as the captain. He's like, "Give me your badge and your gun." Yeah. And he like doesn't go at the red light, but that's really insightful because every movie does it that. Is, right. Yeah. Like <laughs> every cop movie that has to happen. I kind of want to watch Italian Job now that you've seen it. Yeah, oh, it's great. It's been yeah. a while. It's great. Pretty good. And the winner for best shut up movie is. Shit! 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 I forgot to get a drum roll. G.I. <laughs> Joe, the turning yeah. one screw on a nuclear weapon. There was never any doubt. That yeah. was my vote. Just, yeah. it was, so I, I, think, I think a lot of it depends on the delivery <coughs> system that it was filtered through Nate. Yeah. Like if we switched who said each of these. Yeah. Nate's an engineer, right. and like he's excited about G.I. Joe. We haven't even seen G.I. Joe. Right. Yeah. And we all voted this. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Our next category is Best Summer Blockbuster. The nominees are Fast and Furious 6, Iron Man 3, Man of Steel, Star Trek, and World War Z. Hmm. Mm. I really like two of these. Yeah, it's not that strong a year for Summer Blockbusters. Like yeah. which we had, we had, we had yeah. trouble coming up with a full list. Yeah. I'm curious what the one you don't like is. I didn't one. really love, well, I don't, yeah. I didn't love Iron Man 3. I thought you might not. I didn't love it, but you didn't love it. Man of Steel was bad. No, I'm not talking about that. No, no, no. I thought it was better than two. Yeah. Definitely. And the potato goes to... Drum roll! Traditional. Star Trek Into Darkness. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It adds up. It, it adds up. Yeah. It was my second vote. It was my second vote, too. Yeah. Yeah. World War Z was my first. My first, first. My first as well. Wait, was was Star, no, Star Wait, Trek. So Star Trek was my first. Yeah. 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 What, what fan oh, vote? I fan vote, Star Trek... Took it over Iron Man 3. World War Z got third in that. Oh, wow. Star Trek, Iron Man 3, World War Z. Yeah, for the fans. Nate, I think we were right. I think so, too. World War Z came in second overall because of you guys. Definitely top three zombie movies ever. I, yeah, what would... 
There's some, aren't there some? There's definitely the classic some, ones. Get yeah, the classic. Ones. I don't. I can't yeah, speak like to them. So. Oh no, it's my favorite. Yeah, for sure. So next is best use best use of song, and there are some good songs listed here. Mm-hmm. All right, first, Youth Lagoon in the Kings of Summer, which ends it. Yeah, it's the uh, last song. It's the Don't Stop Imagining. Kills it. Yeah. Seventeen. It plays. 17. Yeah, yeah. They're seventeen-year-old kids. It's pretty epic. Yeah, oh, like that guy made is, that movie because of the song of that. Yeah, <laughs> the song is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Bon Iver in Place Beyond the Pines. Skrillex in Spring Breakers. I think that's Scary Monsters and Nice Sprites. It's like his big... Yeah, the big ones. Lana Del Rey in Great Gatsby. And Sleigh Bells in Bling Ring. Yeah. I think Um, Sleigh Bells' song is Crown on the Ground. That's like their first single. Yeah. And uh, the Gatsby... Lana Del Rey is young and beautiful. Yeah. Right. That song was specifically recorded for the movie. She wrote it with Baz Luhrmann. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. The potato for best use of song goes to. <laughs> I don't know how that sounded interrupted, but it did. Um, the Kings of Summer, Youth okay. Lagoon, in a landslide. Okay. Absolute landslide. Yeah. Justin. Not a single thing the, I voted first place is won by the <laughs> for The Day. only vote. For Spring Breaker Skrillex was yeah. your first place vote. Wow. Yeah. 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 I think be, I, I decided to go with that because it is so, it is the most entwined with that movie's identity. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's fair. fair. Yeah. And memorable. I think that I doesn't mean that. that's what the category is. Right. That's so, just how I use yeah. it as a deal breaker. I mean, when it's a, mo- when it's a song that ends a movie, too, I think that gives it an advantage. Yeah. It's, it's the last thing you have. I mean, that movie. honestly, and Kings of Summer was so yeah. good. both Kings of Summer and Plays Beyond the Pines, uh, that was, I, I mean, how much does it add to your your like lasting right. value of a movie? I'd say it bumps it up a 5%. Well, and <laughs> the, like, that's a, re- a good yeah. reason why the Lana Del Rey song should deserve some consideration, because she wrote it for the movie. So like everyone else just picked a song for the movie. But she wrote this for the movie, yeah. and that makes a lot of sense. That was second place, yeah. and I mean, if we go on that route, we could argue that the entire... Film her yeah. deserved to and be the on there. Yeah, especially. Uh, sorry, guys. We need to take a moment to talk about our sponsor. Our sponsor this week is Fingers. Our fingers, your fingers, fingers. We're not some sort of e-company or preservative packed. <laughs> We're not some sort of e-company or preservative packed digestible. Now, nah, man, this podcast is brought to you by those silly little appendages sticking out of your arm ends. But hold up. Ask yourself, how silly are we actually? Here's a clue, hotshot. We're about as silly as Gollum scoliosis. Silly as Thor's hammer. Silly as the episode where Zack raped Kelly. Sure, SBTV <laughs> didn't mess around with rape, but if they did, they sure wouldn't have been silly. Fingers, that's us. How about a dose of pragmatism, Jack? Take a second and imagine a world where you had three bulbous flesh bounds on your hands instead of those five pretty little digits. You holding meat pincers with your girlfriend, princess? Unlikely. You spinning curveballs to punch? Think again, fuckface. You think a Chinese keyboard is big? Imagine the desk you'd need to fit a keyboard to support the needs of those three flesh bulb anti-figures that I've been referring to. Again, we're figures. Fuck you. Wow. Thank oh. you, fingers. Yeah, really. They must have paid us a lot because yeah. they bought a lot of airtime. I mean, to- yeah. Toes has given us a lot of money, mm. but unfortunately, it's they, not were a Coke thing. they were outbid. Yeah, they were. Yeah. All right. <laughs> 
Speaking of fingers, all of these humans have them. <laughs> we are at a best performance. We yeah. are getting to We're like getting the to real Oscar. Yeah. By the way, do you feel like the Oscars are way too late in the year? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's I've absurd. Always felt that. I've yeah. always felt that. Like for anyone that bitches about Super Bowl hype, like two weeks of hype. Oh no. Yeah. There's nothing on the Oscars. We're in 2014. Significantly, yeah, and it's the time to move on. Well, the worst thing, like Golden Globes, were in like January, like twelfth. Yeah, that's when they should be. And the nominations for Oscars came out like the fourteenth. Yeah, seven they weeks should be in January. Seven weeks, yeah. come on. At least make the nominations later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. At least tease the, that part of it out. Yeah. But I know they want a chance, give a chance for everyone to we see to watch movies, everything. But yeah, so best performance nominees were Michael B. Jordan in Fruitvale Station. That's another indie darling that was could have yeah. been nominated. Joaquin Phoenix in Her, Sandra Bullock in Gravity, Miles Teller in The Spectacular Now, Leonardo DiCaprio in Wolf of Wall Street, Scarlett Johansson in Her, and Kate Blanchett in Blue Jasmine. Okay. So we should say the... Now before you guys say anything, <laughs> just so you know, <clears throat> Scarlett Johansson, who I picked with my first place vote, finished dead last. Yeah. Oh, weird. Mm, weird. It's, you're wrong. You're wrong. You can't say you're wrong. Okay, but but but, <laughs> but you guys wrong. have such a smug understanding of the fact that she should not be nominated, and I don't understand why. It if you can be. give the artist guy mm. a win for best actor for not saying anything, isn't it just as impressive for someone? Oh, I never would have given him best actor. <laughs> You've been adamant Fuck about that. that. <laughs> You've been adamant about that. No, but my vote for Scarlett's based on degree of difficulty. I was going to say that was the vote against her. No, I think it's way easier to be great in a role if you have more weapons you're using. If people can see yeah. your face and facial expressions. I mean, yeah, it was an easier paycheck because no, right, she right, just right. talked into a microphone, yeah. but she did it in post-production. Yeah, yeah. Like even that, I, I guess that movie and I knew it wasn't going to win. I just I really think she should be nominated for best supporting actress and especially kind of a weak year for that category. Yeah. Cuz yeah. of how alive she made a voiceover robot seem. Yeah, I think that sure. I think that that is a perfect spot for her as best supporting actress. But yeah. like best performance, everyone else nominated it is a lead. Like she's the Oh, only absolutely. One who's not a lead. That's yeah. true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, she never had a chance. And <laughs> just, yeah, looking at her just Joaquin for me was just too right. He got he did not get any votes. What? All right, what? Well, let's go to the winner. Right. <laughs> so. Wait, wait, wait. Before the winner, <laughs> we should we should say Kate Blanchett in Blue Jasmine is by a landslide favored on sportsbooks yeah. for the Oscar. Best actress. What do you, yeah, yeah, best actress. And, uh, and McConaughey. Oh, no. Who's favored in male? Do you McConaughey's wanna, do you favored want, Do you want to know the actress odds? Do, what do you think Kate Blanchett went? To, to win $100, what do you think you have to bet? 1800 2500 To win $100? She's not minus $25. I think she is. To win 100 bucks, I was going to say minus 800. You have to bet them $3,500 so to get 100 Jesus back. Christ, it's crazy. So Kate Blanchett is a huge favorite for Blue Jasmine. Let's put it on there. Uh, Sandra Bullock is 15 to 1. Amy Adams is 15 to 1. That is the second and third. Got mm -hmm. it. And for actor, McConaughey, you'd have to bet 600 bucks to win 100. Wow. A little more doable. Um, Leo is 4 to 1. And Chiwetel Ejiofor is 6 to 1. No walking, not even a nod. All right, so for best performance, we've named a lot of actors, but there was one resounding victor. And the potato goes to... Your guys' drum rolls suck. Yeah, they're so melodic. 
Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He was he was just he, he he really really won by a lot. <laughs> but that's but that's with our votes. You guys I think all picked him first. Yeah. 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 He he barely beat Leo with the fans. Okay. Mm. So the fans had Leo very high. No, they, they had they had, they had Joaquin, but it was like oh, okay. a one vote difference. Nice. Okay. I don't like that. This is pretty common, right? That there's always a just massive favorite. Like, when was the last time there was like a pick on for best yeah. actor? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm. So, don't you think? Because we all have money online right now, or some of us have money online. Shouldn't we bet on the second and third? Every second and third favorite. There's always an because upset. the payoffs there. No, but has there is there ever an upset? Yes, yes. yeah, there'll there'll be an upset. There's always one. It will not be McConaughey, Blanchett, uh, Jared Leto. Um, I think it'll happen in supporting. Yeah, that's when they. That's why Fastbender. Fastbender, yeah. yeah. you can get for eight to yeah. one. Yeah, because I don't trust Leto. 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 He's not guaranteed. Yeah, whatever. One to twenty. Jonah Hill, 20, one? 25 to 1. I kind of like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, 1 to 20. And That's, for Best wow. Picture, well, should we wait? I'll wait till Best Movie. Ah, fuck, it yeah. doesn't affect ours. Right. 12 Years a Slave is, you have yeah. to bet 500 bucks to win 100. 1 to 5. 1 yeah. to 5. Gravity is 4 to 1. And the next is American Hustle, 15 to 1. Gravity is second favorite. Yeah. Yeah. That's shocking. Just feels like an overall movie. It makes sense. Yeah. I agree. I'm shocked that they, that yeah, they have it that way, but... I think those snobs would put it. It should up there. get something. <laughs> and her, <laughs> her is hundred and fifty to one. Wow! So you put five bucks on that bad boy, maybe you get seven fifty in return. A hundred and fifty to one. Wow. That movie. I know. This right? must be the best year of movies of all time. <laughs> yeah. No, I say no though. Who's gonna win? It's I not. I don't know. I feel like, like it's that much worse of a movie. Obviously, but I really think the best picture. They like to. I think they like to, to throw in at least one or two upsets. Or not like they have any control I was going to say, yeah, the vote's already in. the uh, speculation right. always moves in one political direction. Yeah, and then, and then it kind of shifts. All right. Our next category is Best Documentary. <laughs> Snore Fest. Are you snoring? Yawn. Yawn. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't nominated for Best Performance. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough year. <laughs> Robots can't even get nominated. <laughs> So the nominees for this category are Stories We Tell, Blackfish, Act of Killing, African American Fish, WikiLeaks, We Steal Secrets, and Inequality for All. Nay, you have Inequality for All. I haven't seen yet, but yeah, I, I, didn't I think assume really seen it. I assume the income gap. It was it was quite eye opening. Yeah, super mm-hmm. about they, that. They just did a it's thing at DU yeah. about yeah. it, like they're a screening for it. I don't know if the director. Was yeah, it's worth checking out just to kind of. None of us are that up on. Economics and that type of stuff. I forget it as soon as I hear it, but have it's a, always interesting. Have a look. Have a look. Well, yeah, Act of Killing is the only one I think that's nominated for an Oscar. Blackfish is not nominated for Best Oscar. That's really. crazy. No, I think that's a content more than style one. Wow. Are you I sure think... it's not like a political thing going on? You think SeaWorld owns Disney? Well, oh, Blackfish is also a really owns late... Disney. <laughs> Maybe the other way around. Yeah, I think so. Blackfish was a really late push, though. Like that blew up on Netflix yeah. in like yeah. December. It got huge. Wouldn't but you think that momentum would be why it would be nominated? I think it was like too late in December. Like hmm. I didn't. I don't know how many people saw it in two. I don't know. Well, also, I mean, these are four of them. I think are by U.S. people that we've nominated. Yeah, and that's fair. Well, there's more. Kidding. The Oscar ones are are much more global. Right. That's fair. 
And the potato goes to... It's also kind of tough when it's Blackfish wins, and that tone oh. is not really good with Blackfish. Yeah, none of those were. It was a tie oh. between Blackfish and Active Killing. Okay. And Blackfish had more first place votes. So I think those are the two that people have seen the most. Yes. the There was a landslide in. Fan. Fan vote for Blackfish. Not yeah. even close. Yeah. Um, but I voted for Active Killing because I thought it was tremendous. I, that yeah, movie is haunting. It is. I've it's never really, seen anything like it. Yeah. It was one of a kind. So yeah. I've, and I watched a lot of doc- documentaries and that one I guess still blows my mind. I guess that's what's interesting about it is like Blackfish I might have might have had the most effect on me as what it was yeah. talking about. Right. But I think I voted for it third or fourth. Because it's not like a best movie where it's I'm not rewarding the creation of it. Like having yeah. a good subject matter is not necessarily something to be rewarded for, which is weird to say. Yeah, yeah, it's not the only. I thing voted for stories it, yeah. we tell because I thought it was amazing. She made a documentary about her family, and it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's not there's nothing controversial. Like what? Your mom cheated <laughs> on your dad? Yeah. yeah. But I just thought it was a really inventive use of documentary to do it, but. Yeah, Blackfish is important information to get. Yeah, the act of killing is just like unlike, and that's yeah. not actually. I didn't yeah. vote for that. I voted for WikiLeaks. I hope it wins though for Oscars. Yeah, I hope so too. Yeah, but funny. Blackfish changed the ending of Finding Dory, the Pixar movie. Really? Wow. Yeah. Apparently, the the director John Lasseter talked to the director of Blackfish, and it's going to change the way that. Was she supposed to end the, up in Sea World? I think like a happy I don't Sea World, but there yeah. is a, a a aquatic park. That right. happens, and right. it's going to be a different depiction right. of that. Right. Like she's right. like released into the wild, right, or yeah. something. Yeah. So oh, good. with it's a movie some... like Blackfish, you feel somewhat complicit, even though you don't go to yeah. Sea World, right? But just because you participate in a country that supports that kind of thing, yeah. with with something like Inequality for All, there's like a helplessness. You know, like what are you supposed? It's like to inside do? job. It's inside job. Yeah. Um, WikiLeaks is just incredibly well done. So WikiLeaks, yeah. I, I'm really excited to see because I. I I think that's an interesting company, um, but was it glorifying it? No, or neutral or diminishing it. It it's it's pretty much it's it doesn't even really approach it that way. That's why it's so interesting. Mm-hmm. It, it it talks more about him. Um, it it talks about the way WikiLeaks happened. I just learned a lot from it. Yeah, yeah. I just think it's a really interesting. Like they really carved out yeah. a niche there yeah. that is incredible. And I mean, they made the movie The Fifth Estate. With Cumberbatch, and that didn't do very well. Yeah, so. but I seems mean, like this would be more. Interesting. It also just it, it really is like a one one A and one B thing for me with WikiLeaks and Active Killing, just because they're both done so well. Yeah, like the scope of how they're done, mm-hmm. um, like just as a film. And stories we tell is what I had third because that yeah. was just. Awesome. I wonder how much that plays into like Academy voters is 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 it the subject versus what they did with it? Did they maximize the subject versus? Is the subject just way too important? Yeah, for, and the, and the act of killing brought on producers like Errol Morris and someone else, one of the famous documentarians, saw a rough cut of it, right, and like got involved right. and said, "We got to keep going." And with this. like seventy percent of the crew is unnamed because yeah, I know. they can't they be. Can't be. Yeah, That's nuts. they're worried about 
repercussions. Good yeah. on Netflix, by the way, for just yeah. having these available Absolutely. pretty much immediately. Absolutely. Really it's changed. I mean, like, how yeah. many documentaries did you see in 2002? It's oh, like Michael right. Moore. Right. Yeah. yeah, because it's it, yeah. so good. It is good. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Like, it's the best. These are all movies we should see. It's the yeah, best. Like, well, I don't read books anymore. But... <laughs> like, when I, when I saw you nominated Inequality for All, I, like, went to the Netflix queue to see if it's there. And it's not, you can't stream it. You have to put it on your queue, which I did. But I was mad at You're them spoiled for it. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. This is important. I'm yeah. trying to learn. I'm not going to wait yeah. two days right. to do it. All right. Well, um, we're, we're down to our last two. In. We're uh, in the last, to the last two. And mm. Blackfish and Act of Killing are kind of the perfect lead-in mm-hmm. to our next category. Are they nominated for this? They just, yes, actually. <laughs> Hitler wrote them in. Yes. <laughs> uh, best comedy. So, like, a funny movie. This is exciting. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. do you laugh at? Well, but that's the thing, is do you vote for what made you laugh the most, or what was the best movie that's a comedy? Mm. I struggled with this in my vote, and I actually don't know which way. I Are they different? Going. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'll be I interested so. to hear. Let me read the... Uh, okay. Yeah. Ah, I see how they're different. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so, best comedy, nominees. This is the end. Kings of Summer. Wait, I'm sorry. I thought you said this was the end. <laughs> That's funny. Um, <laughs> um, no, it's a movie title. Kings of Summer, In a World, Anchorman 2, and The Heat. So can I guess I that kid. This is the End made you laugh the most, but Kings of Summer and In a World you both would consider better movies? Agreed. I don't know about both, but I, yeah, for me. Definitely. I agree with both of yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. This is the End is a joke machine. Yeah. A, a, a the last, good joke machine. It's yes. a great joke a machine. It's a last machine. Joke machine. It's, it's pretty lopsided, though. The, fir- the first yeah. hour's a lot better, better than the rest of it. Kings Agreed. of Summer, I didn't expect to laugh, and I probably laughed 12 times. And as a result, it was like, wow, that was funny. Right. And it was just really good. Kings of yes. Summer was really good. And then This is so. the End is great. And the, the potato... The, the potato for best comedy goes to... Ha, ha, yeah, that's ha, good. That's good. ha, that's good. ha, he... I get it, you're laughing. <laughs> Um, it goes to This Is The End. Nice. Yeah. Now, let me, yeah, let me just kind of... Slay the fan this. vote, I'm guessing. So, This Is The End and Kings of Summer, after the Cook Street vote, were neck and neck. Really? And mm-hmm. then This Is The End absolutely yeah. crush-housed Kings of Summer <laughs> in the yeah. fan yeah. No one's seen Kings of Summer was fourth. In, no one's in seen wow. Kings of Summer, unfortunately. Yeah. In a World was dead last. Yeah. yeah. Really? No in that. In, in the end, in the fan overall vote... vote the Heat and Anchorman actually lost out because yeah. of the Cook Street fellas. But, um, yeah, oh. This is the End was first vote for lots and lots of people. Yeah. yeah. I urge everyone to go see In a World and Kings of Summer, though. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think that's... Oh, Kings of Summer is... so good. Kings of Summer came in second. Yeah. Um, and Kings of Summer is shot so well. Yeah, like, it, it looks is. looks beautiful. It does look Yeah, if you, change the, if you change it to best film, that could be defined as a comedy. Right, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. That's right. The only thing that turned me off about Kings of Summer was, and we've, I, I think that at least some of us have talked about this before. Why do people think it's so interesting to write about kids in high school? Coming of age. The coming of age story. Why do adults continue to be interested in that? I mean, it's a yeah. memorable time yeah. in your life. But is it in your life? In your life, is that a memorable time? No, I think it. I think like it, 16, 17? I don't remember shit about those. I years. think it romanticizes Nothing. it because we didn't have a great 16. Oh, yeah. 17, like, yeah. I had to remember like, what that could have been. But I think people start. To, I mean, these people are 
the writers of these movies are probably yeah. adults with kids around that age. Maybe they like remember. Maybe you think like, about it more. You're like, oh wow, look how awkward we were. We thought yeah. we were so cool, and right. Like, we gotta, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of them are opening screenwriters. That like King is a summer screenwriter had never written before. But isn't that a weird That's urge awesome. though? Yeah. Like as a writer, if you're yeah. like about to start a movie, like well, I'm gonna set it in high school. Yeah. Like, have you seen high school kids recently? They're tiny. Yeah. Oh, that's that's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's a true. weird thing, and it's you creepy. would never you would never look at current high school culture right. and want to depict it. No, we no, watched the special sure. features from the Spectacular Now, which is another like really great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, we watched the special features from that, and they were it's based on a book, and the novelist was talking about writing it. It was this old like white guy, like old guy talking about these high school students and like you know there's a sex scene in there and i thought it was creepy yeah <laughs> like why are you yeah. why are you writing That's about true. kids fucking i guess i'd if i wasn't <laughs> yeah. well i think like the first kiss the first a lot of that stuff is just a gold mine yeah it's a good mm-hmm. opera it's a good scene yeah for writing i guess i'm just surprised that <laughs> people jokes. continue to be interested in it it's so I'm relatable really not but yeah, are, is it relatable to Every, you? everyone's gone through puberty in right. some sort of like uh, we didn't know what we were doing back then but right. it's just most adults become good adults and we yeah. haven't and whatever happens after <laughs> high school whatever happens after high school is very divergent yeah everyone goes different right. paths and right i find myself when i watch those movies now when they do like an act of rebellion i'm what, what i really don't want them to do it i feel very it. adult just go to class don't hop that fence this is going to be terrible for you later on <laughs> the repercussions your dad's a judge what are you doing <laughs> yeah. all right so best movie this category was open to the fans actually this movie was only open to the fans we did not vote at all mm. um, accused ourselves so what we're going to do is I'll, I'll read the nominees announce the winner and then at the end of this we're going to go around the table and uh, say what your three favorite movies of the year were um, just so we get you know final recommendations out there so the nominees for best movie are Hunger Games Catching Fire Gravity American Hustle Wolf of Wall Street Her and 12 Years a Slave um, we did get a couple write-in votes, but uh, I think the only one that popped up more than once was Inside Lewin Davis, mm. which I think had it been included, still wouldn't have placed. I think it might have yeah. been over American Hustle. Yeah, maybe. People For seem us. pretty lukewarm mm. about that. Yeah, hit or miss. Um, yeah. All right, so um, this was neck and neck. I don't know why it's called that. I don't like that. Mm. Uh, it's the horse. Yeah, just you think of a penis. Oh, neck. the horse's necks are so close when they first right. finish the horse's penis. Why do the noses? Evans always got mm. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, this really was, though, the final score was adding together all of the votes was 43 to 42. Nothing else placed <sighs> higher than 24. No. Wow. Um, and second place was her. Oh. And the winner of the fan vote for best movie of the year Climax. Wolf of Wall Street. Wow. wow. We have some degenerate listeners. Yeah. No. Just you and your your coke and your buttholes. Like your boobies. You feel good about yourself. I didn't see it, but I saw Goodfellas. Um, American Hustle and Gravity tied for third place. I was going to, you know, it's fine. I was thinking about putting Hunger Games in my top three just as a statement. Yeah. Um, and Gravity. But I decided that neither one of them I will enjoy seeing that much the second time. Hunger um, Games, you will. Yeah. But not as much as her number one, Kings of Summer is my second best movie of the year, and Mud is my third. Nice. Oh, yeah, that's 
It's a pretty tight three. Good three. Yeah, they're pretty. Wait, good. Kings of Summer I watched How? twice in twenty four hours. And you only saw one of those in theaters. Yeah. Yeah. I saw Mud and Kings of Summer at home. Right. And uh, her is just. I mean, it, yeah, it would win for the decade. <laughs> uh, and I'll add that the uh, movie that I most never want to see. Mm. Uh, is the is it the incredible Burt Wonderstone or what's his uh, ad, I don't know what modifier it's incredible <laughs> yeah I no. watched it kind of I, I was packing to move two magician movies this and year I put huh? on two magician two end of the world movies yeah. yeah it's in the zeitgeist five Nick Offerman couple couple zombies, couple zombies. Still <laughs> sitting around yeah Nick Offerman should be a trend. Yeah. Moving forward. So what did you yeah. think of the incredible Burt Wonderstone? Uh, it wasn't very good. I have a real problem with comedies where people wear extravagant outfits. Yeah, it's Blades of Glory. Yeah, which is good. It is Blades good. of Glory is underrated in retrospect. Yeah, I, think. yeah, yeah. I guess that's fair. It's funny because we have tons of pictures of us on the internet wearing orange. That's true. And white but yeah, but we're not doing characters. You know what I mean? Like the Austin Powers, it's, yeah. it's a high degree of difficulty. And then there's like the, the love, love guru, guru. Yeah. as the other. Yeah. The hairdresser. Like seeing Jim Carrey and Steve Carell all dressed up as extravagant characters. Yeah. yeah. No chance. Mm-hmm. But they, Olivia Wilde's in it. Uh, well, I'll see it. <laughs> Top of the list. Give it a look. Give it a look. <laughs> Top three. <laughs> Um, okay, I think I, I I agree with the fans. Mm. I'm Wolf, going Wolf, Wolf of Wall Street. Um, second, her. They're very tight up top. Yeah. And then third, um, I kind of agree with you on rewatchability, but just pure experience. I got to give it to Gravity. I'm glad you did. Yeah, I, I somebody should have. An hour ago, I deleted Gravity. It was, it's yeah. the. Yeah. I won't go to a theater and enjoy a movie yeah. like that. Probably ever. Again. Yeah. You know what's weird is how crazy. underrated it's become. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. That was quick. I've heard yeah. a lot of people say that they the the story and the writing suck. What are you talking about? Also, <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I, when really, Cast Away was yeah. good writing, it was it's not one true person trying yeah. to get home alive. Right. That's also, I feel like I totally bricked it though. by not seeing it more than once in theaters. Yeah, yeah. we still have a chance. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah back it's out. still yeah. out. Yeah, it's back I'd like to see it. Yeah. And as far as movies, I don't care to see ever. Um, Gangster Squad. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's bad. You would have thought if you, I mean, if you, you're like, oh, a gangster movie with Gosling and yeah. Sean Penn, like that's cool. I have no want. The preview does nothing for it. No, and I'm sure it's also not good. Yeah, it didn't. On Tomatoes, but oh, it's it's a bad movie. Yeah. Um, it's right. not that bad. It's just bad. Yeah. yeah. For my top three, I went with movie going experiences. Um, I saw all these three in the theater and. Really enjoyed myself at all three, so I went Gravity number one. I know nice. next door. Nice. I went with her number two. And three. Were you starving or were you? I was uh, having a spectacular day. <laughs> <laughs> spectacular day. I gave number three. No, I, I wasn't because that. I was feeling spectacular. I knew I had to give one of these like. Maybe. Little lesser known ones. I was either Kings of Summer in a World or Spectacular Now, which no. I also, I saw all those in theaters. No mud. Um, I really liked Mud, but it didn't see it in theaters. And the movie I want to say no thanks to <laughs> is Out of the Furnace. Christian Bale, oh, yeah. Casey yeah. Affleck, good call. Woody yeah. Harrelson. It's yeah. not good, even out good yet, cast. Right? No, it came out, right? It came yeah. out like eight months ago. Yeah, it came out a long <laughs> really? time ago. I just saw a trailer for it. For the, the trailer does not get me excited no. at all for it. Yeah, there's, like, there's like underground boxing. Yeah. He's coming back from war. It just looks... Was it Clint Eastwood or something? I don't think it's Eastwood. It was somebody surprising. Yeah. But I have no interest yeah. in seeing that. All right, well, um, 
Mine, just to run through them quick, the one I have no interest in seeing is 42. It doesn't make me a bad person. Um, no, I stole your thunder a little bit there. That's okay. I, w w like, honestly, when that movie, f when there was a first preview for that movie, I turned to you and said, I hope I never see that movie. I think that's yeah. a great one to say for that, because it's not like you think it's bad. Nope. You just know what it is. I don't want to do yeah, it. The story's I don't want to do it. There's no surprise. No. And I've already done it. And plus, who likes Harrison Ford? Yeah. I do. Yeah. You're crazy. <laughs> you love him. I do. Um, and for my three Sicko. three <laughs> or three favorite movies of the year, I mean, it's one and two are boring at this point. Um, her one, Mud two. I think Mud. If her wasn't around this year, for me, Mud would have been far and away the best movie. I think. Yeah. It was, I think it was this close to perfect. There's yeah. There's no. Uh, there's no missteps. The actors, like, Michael the Shannon. kids in it were great. Michael, Michael Shannon was good. McCona McConaughey great. was great. Yeah, he was. Um, the music, the way it was shot, everything about it, it was so well written. I've seen it a couple times now. It's one of the um, first movies that I didn't see Matthew McConaughey. Like, right. He pl he doesn't play himself in that right. one. I know probably Dallas Buyers Club is the same way. Right. Yeah, I think it's kind of a new thing for me. starting to come on. So what's yeah. your number three? And my number three, just because I feel like we didn't give it enough love tonight, is going to be Drinking Buddies. Mm. Oh, that's a nice Drinking nice. Buddies was... Improvised. Yeah. <laughs> an entire movie that That's was nuts. fucking it's improvised. Pretty, pretty crazy. Crazy. And it's great. Like like all the pieces were there, the performances were good. Um and I had a I watched it twice within twenty four hours. Just yeah. Wow. Alright, well thanks for listening. We hope you guys had a good time tonight, or whenever you may listen to this. We are Cook Street Productions. You can find more podcasts, um, sketches on Facebook and YouTube or our website, cookstreetproductions.com. That's Cook S T. Follow us on Twitter at Cook underscore Street. We just put out a new video um, where we just rip it to BuzzFeed. Um, so keep an eye out for that. And we got a new video coming out next week. Sweet dreams are made of these. Who am I to disappear? I travel the world to the seven podcasts. Everybody's looking for podcasts on the iTunes Store. Want to podcast?